3: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Sunday. It's Sunday, so it's Michelle and Tutta. We, we normally do Sunday brunch, but she's um, taking a break to have some chips. She's a little shy. As we have an in-studio guest. So as you know, we do this show on Sundays to relax, to kind of take a break from the political and serious talk that we do Monday through Friday, and so I'll pull her in in just a little bit, but like I said, or like I mentioned, we have an in-studio guest, and I'm very, very excited. She's one of my most favorite people in the entire city of San Francisco, and that is, I I think I can call her a friend. I will call her my friend. I hope so. I hope so. I know, right? (laughs) Mia Satya. Mia, thank you so much for being here on the show. Oh, it's such an honor,
2: Michelle. Thank you for having
3: me. Well, I, you know, we, we just shot our television segment downstairs and I thought it would be great to have you also um, talk about what you're up to, what you're working on. It's so incredible. Uh, I wanted to share it here on Progressive Voices. So congratulations on your new position with the LGBT Center in San Francisco.
2: Oh it's great to be back. You know I first got connected with the center my first day in the city as a homeless youth and the program there really helped me get connected to jobs and opportunity. It's really where I met my first friends and I had an internship there about five years ago and uh, I've gone on to get my bachelor's degree and I'm excited to be back in this new position.
3: So you're working on a very, very important program that the center is launching as far as this month is concerned.
2: Yes. So October is uh, frequently known as uh, LGBT History Month, but it's also LGBT Economic Justice Month. And so at the center of this year, we're focusing on equity and liberation because we know that uh, it's not really justice if it's not equitable, and if it's not focused on liberation for all of our LGBT community. And so we have a month, uh, full of programs, uh, too much, you could say. We have, uh, over 25 events, um, over, uh, one every day. We're closed on Sunday. We have to take a break sometime. Uh, But we're gearing up uh, for uh, our career fair, which is um, at the end of the month, and that's something that we do twice a year. It's one of the biggest uh, LGBT career fairs in the country, and we decided to uh, expand that into a full month full of programming. So one of the events I'm most excited about is our Styled event, which is on October 16th at the center at 5 p.m. And we're offering really a mini makeover to job seekers. So we'll have free haircuts, free clothing, free makeup. And it's really to help get your confidence improved so that you can be competitive in today's job market.
3: Uh, you, you gave some like awesome statistics earlier for the television show, but I mean, you know, San Francisco has become, well, it always has been one of the most expensive cities in the entire world. Uh, at the same time, right, the LGBTQ people have moved here with 50 bucks in their pocket. You and I mm-hmm. were you yes. know, <laughs> both transplants in that way. And so talk to us about some of these statistics and how they impact LGBTQ people
2: yeah so what i'm really you know noticing is that san francisco has the fastest growing wealth inequality in the country and that the lgbt community is experiencing our own uh, ever-growing wealth gap so while we have lgbt businesses that are really thriving we have over 1.4 million documented lgbt businesses in the country and if they were there own country, they uh, would be the 10th largest economy in the world, which is huge. It's bigger than Russia, it's bigger than Canada, Mexico, and uh, but we also know the flip side of that, which is that trans people are four times more likely to live on less than $10,000 a year, which is unimaginable for, you know, especially people in the Bay Area to comprehend that. But there's so many of my friends that are, you know, facing severe uh, job discrimination because of their gender, because of their sexual orientation, their gender identity, and their race. And so if you're facing discrimination because of one of those, it's extremely challenging. But when you fully Face multiple barriers, uh, it becomes virtually impossible to get a job. And so that's why we are really working to provide a variety of programs all year, all month long, and all year long that are helping to meet people where they're at so that they can succeed uh, in jobs, in life.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wanted to ask you this interesting question because you had mentioned that you've even got, you know, programs uh, coming up and collaborating with like a company like LinkedIn. There are some pretty incredible, big, new, shiny tech companies that the LGBT Center is working with. And so what are your thoughts as far as like, what do these companies need in order to hire more LGBTQ, but but, but especially trans who are, you know, marginalized and
2: uh, within our community? That's a great question. You know, we uh, are working to connect trans people to careers in the technology sector. We, uh, for the past couple of years, have been providing a trans code weekly uh, networking and uh, professional development series, which... Uh, meets, you know, we have people who are CEOs who have owned multiple tech companies who are trans and who come to network. And we also have people who are, you know, they copy and pasted a MySpace layout five years ago, 10 years ago, and they're like, oh, maybe I should try coding. And um, we're providing those people with skills in Python and Ruby and C++ and other languages that I don't know, but we're helping other people learn. Uh, So we're bringing in people from google and twitter and linkedin um, and facebook to teach those classes and to create those pathways for trans people to get jobs in those industries because we know that unfortunately it really matters who you know um, not necessarily what you know and so we want to build those strong relationships so on uh, the that Transcode group meets uh, every Wednesday at 6 p.m., and we're also partnering with LinkedIn on October 19th to provide a Rock your Profile training where real LinkedIn employees will give you feedback on how to improve your profile so that you're not slipping up and, you know, doing something unprofessional on your LinkedIn profile. And then, oh, and then on the 26th, uh, we're having our huge career fair, and that's also going to be at LinkedIn at 1 p.m., and we'll have over 30 employer partners, and we'll have hundreds and hundreds of LGBT job seekers, so a great place to meet other people to get connected to a job.
3: I got a couple more questions for you. I know you're a busy lady. You get out there and save lives. But, you know, why is economic empowerment so important to you? Like this topic seems to be something that you're passionate about.
2: Yeah, it's passionate. I mean, I'm passionate about it because I know the reality of people who are not benefiting from our current economic system. So as someone who is formerly homeless who has never really made over $30,000 a year, that it's hard living in the Bay Area on a fixed income and that I believe that we should do everything that we can to lift our community out of poverty so that we are safe and secure where we're at. I know that being poor, um, not having economic resources, Uh, contributes to violence against queer people of color and trans people of color. So, you know, having to engage in uh, street economy, having to sleep outside, not having, uh, you know, savings that you can rely on really contributes to uh, the violence our community faces. And, you know, there's already been over 20 trans women of color murdered this year, and I... You know, I wonder if we had a universal basic income, would we see as many murders in our community? And I, I think uh, some of that would certainly decrease.
3: Thank you so much for your leadership and thank you for everything that you do in our community. And I'm, I'm guessing, you know, all this information that we talked about, people can just head to the LGBT Center website.
2: Yeah, so you can go to sfcenter.org and if you want to get there even more quickly, you can go to sfcenter.org/ejm. So, Economic Justice Month happening all October long at the center.
3: Don't go away. We'll be right back with more here on the Michelle Miao show and yes, I'm going to pull Thai into the <laughs> studio. We're going to share some Thai recipes and we'll talk about what Las Vegas means to us. So, don't go away. <laughs>
0: And now, back to the Michelle Meow Show.
3: Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Sunday. I'm Michelle Meow, your host. It's Sunday, so it's Sunday brunch with Michelle and Tukta. I got her back into the studio. Honey, are you shy? A little bit. Because she is beautiful, you know. Mia is beautiful, yeah. No, but so not. are you, and uh, and she, you know, and your English is great. You don't have to be shy. Ah, yeah. So, how's English uh, classes going? How are English classes going? Uh, my English still cute. It's still cute. That's right. It is absolutely <laughs> cute. <laughs> so here in the show on Sundays, we just take a break from the serious talk that we do Monday through Friday. And we relax and enjoy, you know, conversations about relationships, food, culture, and share experiences between Thukta and I in navigating Trump's America as an immigrant couple. Thukta is from Thailand. She's a famous Marlam singer, which uh, Marlam is, I think, translated, it's as close to American country music. It's basically like Thai country, isn't it? It's, it you can call it Thai country music. Yes. It's Thai country music and sexy star. <laughs> <laughs> You're the sexy star. Um so do you want to start off with maybe uh talking about food? Food? Yes. We're talking about food every day. We talk about food every day. That's right. But we usually give a <laughs> recipe, like share like a you know, a dish with our listeners in which some people have already tried making. Okay. Um, so today I will give you some soup. You can, oh, a soup? Yeah. Okay. What's this soup called? Um, Tom Kha gai. Okay. Lots of people can find that in the uh, Thai restaurant, but this is your version?
4: Ah, uh, or I have more uh, important food. Is Now it's like number one in the world. Uh, What is number
3: one in the world? I told you yesterday. Yellow curry? Yellow curry. Yellow curry is the most uh, popular dish in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw that post. So uh, so you saw some article and there's a ranking. Okay, let's give the recipe for yellow curry, which uh, supposedly is the most popular dish in the entire world. But yellow curry, there's yellow curry, there's red curry, and there's green curry in Thai or Thailand. So yeah. green curry is called gang, what, like, k- gali? No. No? Gang Kyo wan. Gang kiowan. Red curry is? Uh, Panang. Panang. And then yellow is? masaman. Masaman. I see in the restaurant sometimes, is they have yellow curry and they have masaman. Oh, masaman and yellow curry is the same. It's the same. All right. So we're gonna give you the recipe for masaman curry. Uh, what's the uh, first thing you need? Well, if you like it with chicken, which you know a lot of people just eat yeah. it with chicken, you you can do yeah. that. But why don't we just give the vegetarian version? Because if you do chicken, you just throw the chicken in there, right?
4: No, oh, the first time you put uh, some a little bit oil.
3: Okay. So oil all right, and put start with a uh, heavy saucepan. Throw some oil in it.
4: Yes, and yellow curry.
3: And this yellow curry you yes. can get at the Asian market. Is there a specific brand or it's just Thai a brand. just it's a Thai brand?
4: Yes. Um yeah. It's Thai brand. Okay. And
3: make it hot. You can smell that. So mix it up with the oil. Until you could uh, you get a good mix. Is it, is that, do you don't have to add too much oil, right? Because I don't no, like mine greasy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe like two tablespoons or something. Is that three. a lot? Three, two to three. And uh, all right, so mix it in. And after that,
4: uh, put your chicken.
3: Okay, so add your protein. This at this point it could be chicken, it could be beef, pork, tofu, whatever yeah. you want. So add your protein.
4: And after that, um I don't know how to call it.
3: So all right. Turmeric so now powder. Wanna add some turmeric powder. So how much of this? Like maybe a just teaspoon? Like a small little half. teaspoon?
4: Just half. A little bit.
3: Yeah, I think a teaspoon.
4: hmm Teaspoon. A teaspoon just half two teaspoon.
3: Yeah. All right. So and some turmeric together and mix
4: that together. Yes. And put coconut oil. Oi no, no, no. Um, coconut water in
3: the can, from can. So you want to add some coconut milk. Uh, coconut <laughs> milk, sorry. So canned coconut milk. Trader Joe's has some now, by the way. Yeah. So one can?
4: Just one can.
3: Okay, so add the coconut milk. Add an entire can. Yes, and a little bit salt. Some salt.
4: Some salt, and... Fish sauce, each you want.
3: Add some fish sauce for seasoning if you would like. Of course, we like add yes. more. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and sugar.
3: And some sugar. Yes. So these are just kind of like your seasoning. So maybe a, a, a pinch of each, or it, I mean, to, season to your liking. Some people like it a little sweet. I don't. Um. So it's all up to you. Yes. And tomato. And some tomatoes. Some tomato. Diced tomatoes. Yep. All right. So we've got and uh, white onion. Okay. So after you have mixed your your curry, you know obviously we're just gonna recap here. Throw in your hot oil into a big saucepan. Mix in your yellow curry, and then you want to throw in maybe a teaspoon of turmeric. And at this point, mix that all up, and then add your protein. Can be Chicken, beef, pork, or tofu, and once you do that, you're going to add uh, a can of coconut milk, yeah, and then season more with some salt and pepper, some fish sauce, yes. and some sugar, and some uh, water. Add a little bit of water if it's getting too thick, and then after that, tomato. Oh, now we're going to add we're going to add some uh, vegetables, or or you know what the other the other. Uh, uh, <laughs> the other stars of the dish, the vegetables. So now we're going to add the potatoes. We're going to add onions. So um, use white onions, chop them.
4: Yes, cut like a beak.
3: Yeah, uh, you can dice them, you know, however you like like it. And so, and what else? Carrots? No? That's We don't it. usually add, yeah, carrots and peas is kind of Americanized. So that's pretty much it. So that's Masaman curry.
4: Yes, that's it that's it AC, right
3: that's really easy
4: yes but very popular
3: so that so so where do you normally get your curry when you're in Thailand they sell them everywhere on the streets or
4: yeah it's everywhere on the street and it's very cheap and mm, tasty (laughs) (laughs) and tasty yeah Yeah. you (laughs) can have or uh, even in 7-eleven
3: Oh, yeah. At 7 Eleven in yeah. Thailand, they sell curry just like that or the curry powder?
4: No, it's like food.
3: Oh, like a hot food. Yeah. So here at 7 Eleven, they sell hot dogs, but in Thailand, they sell curry, they sell
4: everything. Everything. Have ramen. Hot, dog too.
3: <laughs> hot dogs,
4: coffee. Coffee. Now we have uh, like a beer. From machine, like when you sit outside, you can have a beer from machine. Oh,
3: it's a the a draft beer.
4: A, a draft beer, yes. Yeah.
3: Seven <laughs> <Yes>, Eleven <exactly. laughs> is like uh, we the love Thai Walmart. Seven
4: Eleven is. Oh no, my dad is not a Seven Eleven company. No,
3: he's <laughs> not a fan of Seven <laughs> Eleven.
4: Yeah, he's not just big boss. He's not big boss from Seven Eleven. Don't think like that. Yeah, <laughs> we just love that. Yeah because open 24 hour and Thai people like hungry person like <laughs> me <laughs> we love it we we love everything
3: um well i love you that is so awesome i'm going i'm going to need more music from you soon cuz I've, I've i think i've played every song from your album uh you gave me two albums or uh you know somebody from thailand sent it to me to download but i think i need more you have more songs don't you
0: Now, back to The Michelle Miao Show.
3: Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sunday Brunch with Michelle and Tukta. Sunday is its, uh, it's the, sh- the, the show that I just kind of take a break from all the seriousness um, and the political talk and just enjoy an afternoon Practicing English with my wife. <laughs> She's practicing English. Well, I'm practicing too. Yes, yeah.
4: sometimes your English is the same like me now.
3: I know. <laughs> I like, I'm so sorry, honey. <laughs> it's not that we won't talk about serious stuff here. I mean, yeah, sure, we'll talk about culture pop and we'll we'll joke and we'll have fun. Uh, but sometimes it will get serious. It's just not from the political sense. Uh, you, so obviously, honey, you know what happened in Las Vegas. The guy, he killed a lot of people um, from his hotel room. And, you know, Las Vegas has a lot of meaning for for both of us. I mean, I went down to Las Vegas to surprise you for when you had your last United States concert. Um, And then, you know, we went back to Las Vegas earlier this year and I proposed to you. It's really, really sad to know that, you know, this something so special to us has now become known to be one of the most tragic and heartbreaking uh, incidents in yeah. you know the United States. How did, how did that make you feel, the shooting?
4: I'm so sad when I heard that thing. Um, it's not impossible in the last week as far from, in my mind, I like shock. Everybody in Thailand is like sad because I saw the, uh, the news on Thailand. Um you know, Las Vegas in uh in my remember, like fun, it's mm-hmm. happy land. Like yeah. We go there for smiling, but that thing happened, like he stopped my breath.
3: So a lot of people here in America are talking about gun. Um, you know, they say that uh some people say it's the guns that's not safe because the gun can the what the kind that they have they can use they can shoot um everybody very fast what do you think about gun is it the person that that they, they that is dangerous is it the gun or is it both
4: everything is dangerous but i think uh um my danger more everything but when you're angry you know you can do whatever even you are police or you are a good person just like one minute or ten minutes in your mind you can do
3: whatever and you have dangerous thing in your hand so if you have if your mind is dangerous but somebody give you something dangerous uh, uh, then yeah you of then right so so if you have a if americans understand that you have a dangerous mind people can have a dangerous mind then they should make it hard to get a dangerous weapon something dangerous
4: yeah so don't let uh, people to um like easy forget get dangerous thing in the house or dangerous thing with them because somebody <laughs> They don't know, they just have money and they will buy that and after after something happens, they become crazy and some people want to die and but don't want to die alone. Some people, like I think some people want the world, remember my name, I will do something happen and here culture is not the same in Thailand. When you get old in Thailand, you stay with your need and your family like a big, big. You cannot, you will not be lonely. And But here, when you get old, everybody far away from you, you like feel lonely. Even you have money or whatever. You cannot get enough in your heart. So you will do something wrong. You can do something wrong. So like, I want... Um, government for thinking about that, pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous now that thing happened already, it so it's happened to a it. lot,
3: not just that time.
4: Yeah, I saw even just driving, it's just car, you can kill the people too.
3: A car can be dangerous to a dangerous mind, yeah,
4: yeah. So, uh, I, th- I thought, I think now. Uh, people in America they're like mad or angry inside not mm-hmm. be relaxed like before why we be not um, make America to become happy like before um,
3: let's play another one of your songs it's the only show I'm sure here uh, at least on Progressive Voices Network that plays Malam, Thai country music Tukta is a famous Thai Malam singer from Thailand Uh, Don't go away. When we come back, we'll have more here on Sunday Brunch.
5: นำส้มกลับเมืองเลยผู้มิตรชิด
0: And now back to the Michelle Meow Show.
3: Welcome back! Thank you so much for joining us here on the Michelle Meow Show. It's Sunday, so that means it's Sunday brunch with Michelle and Tukta. Tukta is my wife, and the reason why we do this show here on Sundays it was inspired by this thing that Tukta likes to watch called Club Friday from Thailand, and it's these two radio uh, talk show hosts. Who share stories of love and relationships, and so some people call in because they need help. Like you know, maybe they cheated, or maybe they're you know they tell the story of uh, their long lost love that they're trying to rekindle or reconcile yeah. with. Uh, we have a caller on the line. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: Aww. This
3: actually is a very special person for me. She is my uh, childhood friend. So my friend from when I was. Uh, in like middle school high school and i uh, used to ride my um not my bicycle i don't know whose bicycle maybe somebody that i took from the neighborhood <laughs> and and <laughs> <run>. <laughs> you. i know so bad I, no, no i borrowed it and bro- and i would ride the bicycle to her house um so it's my friend nang nang welcome to the michelle meow show hi today is nang's birthday Wow, happy birthday to you. Ow, ow. (laughs) Keep going. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. (laughs) Is that how they sing happy birthday in Thailand? Mm-hmm
4: show uh, okay. honey. Stop laughing on me. <laughs> king you. It's so I've cute. I've never heard it. In love. See, <laughs> okay. see,
3: she just, she's never heard. Okay, start all over. Sing like jing jing with your heart. Jing jing. Mm-hmm.
4: So I'm not uh, sing for free. So you, you will <laughs> pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Damn!
5: <laughs> Ready? Okay. Hey, <laughs>
4: show Happy birthday to you. Why is your happy
3: birthday song in Thai so long? <laughs> Ow, it's long,
4: but it's because not free, you know? Uh, we sing that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday
3: uh so this the you i heard in that song you said something about Yun, money yeah
4: yeah uh <laughs> like <laughs> why why
3: <laughs> why i always gotta have money involved
4: <laughs> Ow, oh, because i want you to uh have a good job good life
3: uh, uh, good uh, uh, money uh. good business it's it's a good thing it's a good thing um at nang so what yeah. are you doing today for your birthday
1: Um, not much. I spent the morning to myself, running around, just taking some time for myself and being home. I'll be home the rest of the night with my kids.
3: That sounds good. I was just going to say, I feel like you need you need like a a non day. I hope you have a break from your kids.
1: (laughs) I did that this morning. I did that this morning. I even told everybody I'm I'm taking time out to myself and just enjoying a couple hours without having to deal with my kids.
3: She have two uh, beautiful boys. Uh, one is—is is he in high school yet? Please don't say yes. Yeah, he's gonna graduate in twenty twenty. He'll be
1: fifteen next week. Oh
3: no, that makes us older. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember, we were so. How old? You know, we met probably when we were what, like fifteen? We were in high school, right?
1: Yeah, I think fifteen,
3: well, maybe fourteen. What was your favorite uh, memory from our from our uh, childhood? I mean, we're kids; we're high school. I can call it a childhood.
1: Yeah, I think um, going to go pick you guys up because I know, like, sometimes you would have to walk home from school, and it was quite a long walk, even though it wasn't too far. But it was still a good walk, and. I think that was my, what I enjoyed most was being able to, if I got out a little early from school and um, telling Jay, let's go pick up Michelle and seven, we'll go and pick you up and take you home after school. You know what my favorite memory is?
3: When um, my sisters and I would call you from the donut shop and then we would (laughs) beg you to bring us papaya salad.
1: Yeah, I remember that. And then I would just chill, and you're like, let me show you how to, um, what I do, like, when you go fill donuts, and you would make me coffee, like, you want to try one of my coffees? I'm like, sure.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because during that time, the whole espresso thing was not popular yet. So, honey, I used to, uh, uh, my friend, she will come visit me. When I have to work at the donut shop,
4: mm-hmm. you
3: remember I told you that. Yeah, and then we get a new coffee machine. Wow! So I'm the first to try, like a make the new drinks, like a mm-hmm. l- like a cafe latte, uh-huh. a cafe ole. <laughs> 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 um, so now you have a you have an awesome romantic story because you actually married your high school sweetheart. Yeah, I did. Wow. How long have you and your husband been together? Like f- 15 years?
1: Almost? No, 20.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. One, again, I'm feeling old because I feel like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's been it, like 20 years. It's been 20 years. That's right. I, yeah. I'm 35. And we're Shh. in our 30s. Shit. Shit. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Okay, so you know the show is the I, I brought Tukta on the show on Sundays because it's a we talk about relationship, we talk about immigration, we talk about all this stuff that I don't normally talk about on the show, and I get to relax a little bit. But uh, mo- mainly, it's sharing like what makes a, a successful relationship or what doesn't. So obviously, you know, uh, you're you're an inspiration, and I'm not, I'm not even gonna pretend to say that it's been easy. I think marriage is freaking hard. Um, but, it is hard. Yeah. What, would, what do you think is your ingredient to, to making it this long? It's 20 years, by the way. I mean, you, deserve, you both deserve you know, a trophy.
1: I don't, I don't know if there's even, like, a special ingredient or anything, but I think a lot of it has to do with um, compromise and communication because, you know, we all have our own ideas. And our our ways of thinking, I mean, I'm stubborn in my own right, and I have my own strong opinions. But at the same time, I try to um, think about how maybe sometimes, you know, think about how I'm going to say things before I say it to try to, um, you know, sometimes we, we speak before we think. And I think that's one of the biggest things is to help with the communication. Um, and if we don't communicate, then it doesn't really help our situation. We do tend to um, butt heads a lot sometimes, but uh, the compromising, I think, is one of the biggest things and keeping the communication open.
3: I love it. I love it. So, honey, that's what you have to do. You have to communicate with me, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh i communicate Communicate um I don't know Nang. <laughs> <But laughs> I'm just
4: level too sorry
1: Nang, Can you explain no, communication no. in in Lao? You know ว่าน้ำการ like เขาใจ uh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I
3: I I and we haven't seen each other. I'm gonna let you go because it's your birthday, but but uh, we obviously have chatted and I told you about Tukta, uh, and I want you guys to meet. You have to meet my friend soon. We go to Stockton every now and then.
1: Yeah, you have to let me know ahead of time when you come to Stockton.
3: I know. So I text her the day I'm of. Sure. And I say,
1: hey, I'm in here in Stockton. Sure I'm free. Because, you know, I had a lot going on for a minute and kind of got in my slump a little bit.
3: Yeah. Um, well, definitely you'll have to meet Tukta before the wedding.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: definitely. <laughs> uh, it
1: would just be kind of awkward, I guess. <laughs> 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 well,
0: hi.
3: <laughs> Happy birthday, Nung. I love you. And, uh, love you here. know, when love I see you, you uh, definitely I'll have to take you out for birthday drinks.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, I love to drink.
3: Okay, I'll take you out to birthday food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I'm like, I was about to say tamakung or papaya salad. Oh, I know, Tukta can make food.
1: What? Yeah, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea.
3: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, now we'll let you go. Yeah.
1: Okay, thank you. Happy birthday, ha. Okay, jai. Bye. Bye, ha.
3: All right, that was fun, see? Uh-huh. I love when people call. All right, let's let's play a song of yours and then come right back. Don't go away. <laughs>
0: And now, back to the Michelle Meow Show.
3: Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sunday Brunch with Michelle and Tukta. Tukta is my wife. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> He's raising an LGBT flag in the studio right now. Um, and, and here on Sundays, we, we take a break from the serious conversations that I have throughout the week. And everything is centered around our relationship and discussions about relationships. And so we'll have friends who call in or you, you can call in, you know, just head to MichelleMeow.com, reach out to me. And we want to hear your relationships, your stories, even recipes if you've got them. So honey, I wanted to take the last uh, few minutes that we have here on the show to talk about the article I sent you, that that restaurant Gatoy? Yeah, so it's a restaurant in America, in mm-hmm. a city called Detroit. And that restaurant um, is not Thai people, it's Falang people. And they make the restaurant like a fancy, fancy mm-hmm. uh, restaurant, and then uh, they make food and say is like isan food is not really isan food and they call the restaurant katai because they th- they think it's cool what do you think
1: um, oh
3: wait 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 i need to explain katai um is a is a term used to identify transgender people or even you know people within the lgbtq spectrum. And so in some ways it can be used as a negative way, a word but uh, but just so that i wanted yeah. people to understand.
4: You only can call your uh, like cold friend is gay. If you say somebody they walk around and you call them katai,
3: they will be angry and <laughs> kill you. <laughs> so what makes so it's it is disrespectful it's yeah. not respectful for these people falang live in america mm-hmm. to call their restaurant katoy and then make thai food like not real thai food and call it isan food do you understand why is it's disrespectful you would be disrespected you would say why would you do that they not, i don't even know if the guys ever the chef or the 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 people who own it has ever ever been to thailand I don't <laughs> I'm just say what do you think you think uh, that's the that's wrong you think it's a stupid idea
4: <laughs> if uh that thing make uh, people feel bad like when you look at them and make joke it's a bad thing for me Mhm because something like sensitive feeling so don't make joke with that, mm-hmm. um, you know, like lady boys, we not call the lady boy in Thailand like a mm-hmm. toy. Uh yeah, can call
3: a but just close friends. Because you will say like a, um, you will if they are lady like trans woman, yeah. then the how you talk to them is like you talk to every lady. Right.
4: Yeah, D- very respectful for um, LGBT people in Thailand because I know we know they are sensitive because, uh, s- but now in Thailand like freedom more, we open. What what I yeah
3: Be- and what I noticed from you like you have a lot of uh, trans friends, transgender yeah. friends, but you call them like. All your other friends, like yeah. a lady.
4: If they are um, trans, they are ladyboy, we will call them like she, her, yeah, like that. So,
3: exactly. That's my point, is you treat everybody the how they want to be treated. Yeah. You can be
4: what you want. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, we accept that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, that's my point. What makes me angry a lot, too, is that... Um, now I have Thai wife. She is Isan. She knows Isan. She cooks Isan food. And so when I go out to the restaurant, I taste the food that's not Isan, but they call it like Isan Thai food. <laughs> that makes me very mad. <laughs> How about you? Um,
4: um, for me, sometimes, I, yeah, I, I understand they, uh, they want to cook for American person here taste like the same not strong taste but 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 it's not um, sometimes it's not like taste the nary i don't know that's not the same
3: yeah it it's definitely not made the same like maybe i think you know it's interesting because you love fish sauce somebody would consider fish sauce salty Mm-hmm. But you e- you say flavorful. It's like umami. It's mm-hmm. like a savory taste more than is salty. But if you go and try some of the food that's made for Falang in America, mm-hmm. and they call it Isan food, they make it very salty. You say
4: yes. Kim Kim, Kim Kim and uh, Som Som, <laughs> or sour, sour
3: sour Som Som, <laughs> Som Som sour sour. <laughs> yeah,
4: we love to uh, s- s- like. Uh, we love to speak like two times. Some, some like sour, sour. <laughs> <laughs> we do it like that. Like, mock mock, like uh, too much, too much. We
3: could <laughs> speak like that in Thai. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed today's program. Thank you so much for, to- uh, for joining today. You can get a hold of us by heading to com or follow us on social media. Uh, we'll see you next time.